0: You one flow over my soul.
1: Let you hold
0: Hello, everyone. You're welcome once again to today's live broadcast coming from Up Up Jesus City. We would love to especially appreciate those who have been consistent listeners from the very first broadcast and to those who have been listening to the podcast on Angle. Shortly, the minister, Pastor Dr. Daltime Patients Amatari, will be coming up to continue in this series of idle words. My prayer is as you listen, your life will never remain the same. You're welcome once more. Good
1: evening. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank God very much for bringing us together in the study today. And uh, today's study is exceptionally different from what we have ever had before. And as I read the scriptures to your hearing, you will know that we have every reason to do a departure from what we have been doing before. If you look at the book of Numbers 31, and I'm going to read from verse 48, Numbers 31 verse 48, and the officers which were over thousands of the hosts, and the captains of thousands, and captains of hundreds came near unto Moses, and they said unto Moses, Thy servants have taken the sum of the men of the war, which are under our church, and there lacked not one man of us here is a very important information given to us in the scriptures of how those who went to war came back giving their accounts to Moses and they told Moses that we went out with our men to war and we came back successfully with no one lost in the war front and uh, this is very important and this is very instructive as well you know that the days in which we live are days that have been called days of war. In fact, the president of America said it is called an invisible war. And it's all about the coronavirus issue, the COVID 19. And many people have talked, scientists came out with very clear information that this COVID 19 is also spiritual. And so that means that for you and I, you should understand that we need to do one thing alone. To praise God and to worship him for keeping us alive till today. Because it has been clearly stated by those who have been following the issue of COVID-19 that this is far beyond human understanding. The vaccine for the COVID-19 had not been discovered. They are still working on it. Now, the COVID-19 came into being or surfaced in the world about eight months ago. And within these eight months, more than eight million people had died. And it is so terrible. And in Nigeria, we have not lost too many people, but the people are dying. We are getting to the hundreds now. And so you must understand that if you are alive... You should be able to thank God and praise God. When these officers came back to Moses, they said, we have taken stock. We have counted the people and we found that no one is missing. In Nigeria, we need to celebrate the fact that about 200 million people we've not lost even up to 100,000. Not of 500 people. We have not. And so you would know that God has been so good, and therefore, those of us listening to me, I want to look at your family and number your family. And you find that the people that started with you in January, by the grace of God, they are still there. But our hearts also go out to those who have lost their dear ones. But we have majority that are still alive in Nigeria. And we want to say that by the grace of God, those that have been affected or infected or that had a coronavirus issue, most of them had come out victorious. And so for those of us listening to me, today is quite different from other days. And God had made us to make you understand that it is very, very unacceptable that we are not grateful to God that he has kept you alive. Not because you could do what others were able to do like in America or in other nations, where they have a lot of vaccines. But by the mercies of God, you have been preserved. Look at what the Bible says about the psalmist thanking the Lord. I will read Psalm 103, and here you see the psalmist thanking the Lord, praising the Lord for what he has been to him and what the Lord has done for him. I will read from Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Verse 4 Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? I read verse 3 again. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life? from destruction you know this covid 19 is destructive and the way people die is very very painful they go through a lot of pains before they die but for you and i listening to me now you know that you are alive by the working of god's power look at that verse it says who redeemed thy life from destruction who crowned thee With loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. I can go on and on, on and on. From these passages I've read, you will know that God had been good. Now, you take stock of your family, you take stock of those where you are working in the company where you are the chief executive officer or you are the managing director of the company, you would know that God has kept you. Look at your family. Look at where you are working. And uh, you'll be so surprised that even though the lockdown had been a little bit uh, reduced, and it's not as it used to be before, you'll be so surprised that as you go back to your place of work, some of your colleagues are there in the office. That is why this day, you need to do one thing to thank God for what he has done for you because god had been very faithful god had been very kind and therefore as i look at this message i want to say that we should be able to know that all that has happened to you and i is that it is summarized in this way it is of the mercies of the lord that we have not been consumed because his compassion faileth not they are new every morning great is the faithfulness of God towards us. And so you must know that the compassion of God had brought you to where you are now, not because you had what it takes to keep yourself alive, to sleep and to wake up, to eat and then be sure that the food that you have taken digests. No, it is all the working of God. And therefore, as I look at this message, I'll look at two major things very briefly. One, who and what God is from the verses of scriptures I've read. Who and what God is. Two, I'll be looking at who and what we are. So let me go back to who and what God is. From the verse of scriptures I've read, I would have read through to the last verse in Psalm 103. But because of our timing, I just want to just quickly give you in summary who and what God is to you and I. When we talk about his attributes, in this psalm 103 and going back to numbers 31 you will know that god preserved the children of israel in the war front and you and i have been preserved from this covid 19 war it's a war and god has kept us alive and that is why we want to talk about what we are talking about listen to me who and what god is if not for god some of us would have died because in the third world we don't have what it takes to resist the COVID-19 but God has been so good now the first thing I want to mention is that God is righteous and just about the attributes of God God is righteous and just two, God is merciful and gracious and that is what we are enjoying in this period of COVID-19 You look at your environment, particularly those of us in Nigeria, in Africa, you would know that we don't have what it takes to resist anything that is very, very deadly. Because we have a very dirty environment. Of course, you know that. But God, in his infinite mercy and in his graciousness, has kept us alive. Another attribute of God, number three, that we find in the scriptures is that god is loving god is eternal and god is faithful god is loving god is eternal and god is faithful of course you all know the scriptures In John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So the issue about God is that God is a loving God and God is eternal and God is faithful. God is faithful to whatever covenant he has made with you as you keep your own side of the covenant. God is faithful to ever any prophecy he had given, he will bring it to pass. Even and earth will pass away. Not one jot or one tittle of his word will ever pass away. Whatever promise God has given, God will fulfill his part of the promise as you keep your own part of the promise. God is faithful. He is very faithful as God Almighty. Another attribute we see in the passage that I mentioned is that God is sovereign. When we're talking about the sovereignty of God, is that God, he rules in the affairs of men. He does whatever he wants to do without any man asking him, what doest thou? Or let me put it this way, he rules over everything from his throne in heaven. He rules over everything from his throne in heaven. And nobody can question him, why are you ruling? God has what he takes. To be in charge of everything on the face of the earth. Now let me tell you that right from the ants, which some of us know about, to the tallest man on earth, God is in charge. From the ant to the elephant, God is in charge. All to the hippopotamus, God is in charge. And so he rules over the land, he rules over the sea, he rules over the air. And that is the God who, that we have for our Father, for those of us who are born again, now understand. I looked at this attribute of God because there is something you must understand that during this period of this COVID 19, you will see that truly speaking, God is sovereign, God is sovereign, and that is why we cannot but celebrate Him, thank Him, and say, God, we are extremely, extremely very grateful. Something else again we saw is that the actions of God. We're seen also in Psalm 103. And the children of Israel coming back from the war front shows that this is the act of God because God will keep his promise, He will keep His covenant. That they went to war, they went and fought against the Midianites, and no one was missing. I believe that no one in our family will be missing in the name of Jesus Christ. No one in our place of war could be missing because there is real war now. And this war is far beyond the issue of bullets. It's far beyond the issue of guns. It's far beyond shield and sword and uh, spear. This is a terrible war that has to do in the spiritual realm. And that is why as I go through, I want to just go a, a little bit further to show us the actions of God from the passages I read, the actions of God. One, in Psalm 103, we find that God forgives. He forgives, and that is why you listening to me should understand. He forgives to the point wherein, after you have confessed your sins and you have forsaken them, the Bible says that sin is removed from us as far as the east is from the west. That is what the Bible says. The sin is removed. That means that God will not bring back what you have confessed to now indict you on that or to condemn you on that. And this is very important. The actions of God, number two. He heals our diseases. That we see in Psalm 103 as well. You see, he heals our diseases. Those of us listening to me, maybe you are sick. I want to tell you that God heals our diseases. It's the same yesterday yesterday. Is the same today? Is the same forever? Are you sick? Or maybe you were affected or you had this coronavirus issue. Can I tell you that I believe that God can heal you without much ado? All you need to know is that God is a healer. God is a healer. Whatever be the sickness, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, you just know that God heals diseases whatever disease, and even this coronavirus, you will not die of coronavirus in the name of Jesus Christ. As many of you that are hearing the sound of my voice, I prophesy and I tell you that the God of our forefathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob is a healer. And I can give you a lot of testimonies of the healing power of God. And I know that if you are sick, and now there's a confusion in the town, in the world, because people are beginning to see that this COVID-19, Uh, goes like malaria as well so people begin to treat malaria and they never knew that it was covid19 and so some people die you will not die of covid19 Not even of malaria. Not even of typhoid. And I believe that the Bible is so clear that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all to the glory of the Father. Jesus Christ gave us a sure word of prophecy. He said, listen, I am standing behind my name. He said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. And so if you are sick, I pronounce and declare you healed in the name of Jesus Christ. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, I command that the power of the Holy Spirit will come filtering into your being and you will be delivered. You will sleep this night, you will sleep like a baby. At the time you are waking up, you are waking up because the angels of God would have walked on you. They would have removed, they would have killed the virus or whatever be the sickness now this point is very important i am saying that the actions of god god heals he heals our diseases number three god he protects us from death and this is very important in psalm 103 verse 4 i would just like to read that because of our time he redeemed thy life from destruction you see god 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 protects us from death that's what he did when we read in numbers 31 don't forget that none of them were missing It will protect you from death it will protect your children it will protect your husband it will protect your wife it will protect those that are in this same house with you in the same room with you it will protect them because of his covenant which he has made with us god protects us from death and god said that the number of our days he would fulfill if it's going to protect us from death, that means you will not die prematurely. And I prophesy to somebody, even if you're sick and the doctors have no hope, you will not die. You will live in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to fulfill the number of our days, the number of our years here on earth. We will not die prematurely. We will die at a good old age. I'm talking about the actions of God, what God can do. He protects us from premature death while you are traveling you it, 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 it protects us from premature death as a result of what we eat you know sometimes what you eat you, you, the food is poisoned. i've heard of that before that someone ate poison and he died jesus christ said that you would eat a deadly thing and it shall not hurt you that's what he said and he meant what he said he said i give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And so I want to believe that the scriptures cannot be broken. If Jesus Christ said nothing shall by any means hurt you, COVID 19 cannot hurt you as well. And that is why it will keep you from death. It will keep you, it will protect you from premature death, which shall die at a good old age in the name of Jesus. Another thing we know of the actions of God from this passage I read, that is number four. It satisfies us with good things it gives us food to eat now listen there are those of us listening to me they say you say that well I, I don't have all that it takes to get all the type of meal i will want can i tell you something that the moment you get your food or you get anything you want to eat bless it in the name of the lord and you'll be surprised that god knowing that that is all you have for that time tea. It will bless that meal. And it will supernaturally do something that will be far beyond your wildest imagination. I have seen God do a lot of things, but I want to tell that you will be the next in line to get a miraculous, powerful touch by blessing your meal. And you'll be surprised that what you eat will have all that will nourish your body, nourish you very well. And that is what I'm saying. The Bible says here that... Who satisfy thy mouth with good things? So God can satisfy us with good things. And that is what we see. That is God's actions. Number four, he satisfies our mouth with good things because he surrounds us with his love, his compassion, his mercy, and making sure that the things we have need of, he brings them to our doorstep. And this is very important. Number five, what the actions of God could be. Uh, or are. It gives us strength. Now, it gives us life. Now, if you watch very well, God can strengthen you. Those of us listening to me, you say, well, I am sick. I am not strong enough. The psalmist said in Psalm 27, he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. He said, whom shall I fear? He said, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He said, when the wicked Even my enemy and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and they fell. I want to tell you that those eaters of flesh, they can't touch you as I'm talking to you right now. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, the strength of God will come infiltrating into your being from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. And the weakness in your body will disappear in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you what I know that God will do. He has the power to give you strength. The Bible is very clear that God can be the strength of your life. And because it's the strength of your life, it will bring about re- the rejuvenating of your personality. It will renew your youth. It will, re- you- you will renew your youth as that of an eagle. He will do it. And I believe that right now, God is renewing your youth. People who will look at you, they will wonder at your age. And God can do that because there's going to be a renewal of yourselves. And everything about you will be renewed in the name of Jesus Christ. Number six. God's actions from the passage I read. You know, he he functions as a loving father. And that is a very important thing that I want you to please take note of. God functions as a loving father to you. Listen to me. The Bible says that God is deity. Of course, you know that God is deity. And that is, he's the creator of the universe as well. But there's a place... you must understand that this deity this god the creator of the universe can become a personal father to you and that is the most interesting thing that i want you to please take note of you see that this deity this creator of the universe this supreme god can become a personal father to you the creator of all things both seen and not seen both known and unknown this creator of all things can become a personal father, and that is what we read in the book of Psalm 103. He can become a personal father. Now, listen God Himself created Satan, created the fallen angels, created everything. And so that means, like I told you before, God is sovereign. God is ruling over everything. He rules over Satan. He rules over the demons. He rules over the angels. He rules over everybody. The witches, the wizards, the powers of darkness. He rules over everything. Now, what am I trying to imply from what I'm saying? If God becomes your father, it is a wonderful thing and how do you become a child of god is simple you see all you do is by faith it's by faith you become a child of god it's not by the works of righteousness that you can become a child of god it is by faith because the bible is so clear about it that as many as received jesus christ as lord and savior to them he gave power to become the sons of god to them he to them he gave power to become the sons of God. It is by faith you come to God asking him to forgive your sins, asking him to cleanse you from sins because I told initially that God forgives sins. God forgives sins and that is why you listening to me, God can forgive your sins when you come to him. It doesn't matter who you are. You may be a young boy or a young girl listening to me or a young woman or an elderly person listening to me. I want to tell you that God can forgive your sins and he will not even remember them any longer. Just like I told you before, as the East is far from the West, so he will remove your sins from you. He will not even remember them any longer. That's what the Bible says. We are told that in Isaiah chapter 43 that God said you will not even remember your sins any longer. But how do you come about being a child of God is what I'm talking about. That you can confess your sins. You can forsake them. You can say, Jesus, come into my heart. And God will become your personal father because you have received Jesus Christ. And when God becomes your father, you can be sure of one thing. That as a father, he will begin to act as a father. A father. More than a biological father can ever do. God Almighty will do for you. More than what a biological father can do for you, he will do for you. Oh, someone is talking to me now. Say, excuse me, sir. Do you know that I lost my father so many years ago? I am telling you that God can be a father to you is a father to the fatherless oh a young lady is saying that Do you know that i don't even have a father i don't even have a mother i am an orphan god will be a father to you as an orphan he has what it takes to sustain you he has what it takes to keep you and succor you because he can be a father to you so the actions of god like i told you he forgives he heals our diseases he protects from death he supplies he gives us food Number five, it is our strength. And then number six, I say, it can function as a father in your life because it's a loving and a compassionate person. So this is just the first part of what I'm sharing with you. The second part is who and what are we? That's the second part because I told you there are two parts. And I said who and what God is I was going to look at. And then I said also I was going to look at who and what we are now please from the scriptures I have read I will go quickly to just mention this so we can pray and this is it that we are dust soon return to dust please don't forget that whoever you are no matter how learned you are no matter how rich you are we are dust and that is why the issue of pride and arrogance must not be in our lives because we are dust in fact you, let me put it this way that whatever we are we are just breathing by the grace of God because the moment God takes away your breath that is all number two what and who and what we are number two we are like the grass of the field that appears for a time or the flower that appears for a time and later on on, vanishes away that's what the bible says i'm still talking about psalm 103 now you must understand that that means that you must be very careful the way you carry yourself because you see whoever you are you are a product of god's messes you are a product of god's long-suffering you're a product of God's temperance. That is, God has self-control. If God is going to act on the things you do, in fact, the psalmist was saying, he said, if God were to mark the iniquity of the people in the world, he said, who will stand? Talking about right from the president, to those that are prime ministers, to those that are in the Senate, to those that are in the house of rape, to those that are, that are as governors, all that are legislators, if God is going to look at the corruption, the wickedness, nobody will stand. But there is something with God. The Bible says there is forgiveness with God. And so God should be feared. So the point I'm making is this, that we, human beings, mortal human beings, we are just like grass. We don't have what it takes. We are just like wind. And then it blows off and then you don't even know that the the wind passed there. Do you know that some time ago, Some of us listen to me. You will remember you were told that you had a grandfather. You didn't even see him. You had a grandfather. You go to the where he was living before, you don't even see a trace of your grandfather. And they told you that your grandmother was there before. You don't even have a trace. Oh, you said, but there was a tomb. I saw a tomb. That tomb is just there for nothing. You don't have a trace. So that means that people have lived before you and people again will live after you if Jesus tarries. Therefore, you should be careful you should be watchful you should be very very temperate in whatever you're doing that there's no there's no room for pride and arrogance because tomorrow is not in our hands the point i'm making is that who and what are we i've told you we are as dust soon we shall return to the dust. Two, we are like the flower or the the grass and very soon we shall we die away we shall dry up and number three We are called warm, warm. And this is very important. We're just like warm. And so, ladies and gentlemen, everyone listening to me, would you please take note of what I mentioned before I call us to pray that our life is so short. Our life is like vapor. You must know that. And it appears for a time and it vanishes away. Our life is like shadow. And, you know, the shadow, the shadow is not there forever. And that is why you must be very careful. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, those of you listening to me, boys and girls, I want to tell you that we want to come to our stock taking now. The stock taking is first. Do stock taking about your life. Is there anything that you know that God will not be happy with? Would you like to tell him, I am sorry? Because he's the one that will keep you in this war. There is a war going on this war, this COVID-19, the only person that can preserve you is God himself. He has mirrors of angels that can protect, that can preserve, that can keep us away from this COVID-19. And we shall not die prematurely. And therefore, I want to take stock of yourself. Have you taken stock of yourself as I mentioned just now? And look at yourself. Then two, take stock of your family. And what am I expecting you to do? To thank him and say, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Oh, but we're going to keep all that we have been told to do as individuals. You know, we need a face mask. You wash your hands, as we have been told. All those things are necessary, extremely important. But do you know that all these things have been done and some are still dying? That is why we are telling you that when you will dwell in the sacred place of the Most High God, when you are on God's side, you cannot but be preserved by him have faith in god and trust that he's the owner of your life he's the giver of life and he's a taker of life and i prophesy to someone listening to me you will not die prematurely you will die at a good old age like i started i told you that these passages we read had given us reason to thank god to praise god like the psalmist you look at your family all are there your husband there but someone said, but i lost somebody Thank God that it is not more than that. Thank God it's not worse than that. Thank God that in all things we are told to give thanks to God. And therefore, those of you listening to me, as I round up right now, wherever you are, you just bow your head as we go into praying. And thanking him and say, Lord, thank you for my being, for my being. From the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, I am still alive by the power of God, by the grace of God. Let us bow our head for prayer and thank him and say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. You want to thank him for all the benefits, not because you merited them, but God gave them to you. Praise him for it. Thank him for it. Worship him for it. Glorify his name for it. And I believe that by the grace of God, you will never have reasons to regret that you ever did what I'm sharing with you right now. Thank Him because those who are grateful, grateful people are always those who will always be blessed with more things. Ingratitude is seen in the sight of God. Praise Him, worship Him, adore Him, and magnify His name. I believe that by the grace of God, you will never be the same. Those of us who are praying, examine yourself thank him for what he has done thank you for what he will yet do may your name may his name be glorified may his name be honored father thank you very much for your word we have heard thank you for blessing us thank you because those that have listened to me they will never be the same any longer the power of your holy spirit is touching them as they are giving thanks to you and blessing your name. Ingratitude is something that you hate, and what well, Lord will come to say, Thank you. We have numbered our families, and no one is missing. Our place of work and those around us in the compound where we live, in the vicinity where we live, we say thank you. But some have lost their loved ones. Father, we just pray for you comforting them, giving them the fortitude to bear the loss. Thank you for the answer to prayer. We believe in what you've told us that your message and joy forever. Thank you for the ministry of angels in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Jesus. Thank you very much for listening to another live broadcast from Up Up Jesus City. We trust that you have been blessed. This was a digression from the main topic, so that we could all personally thank God for what He has done for us during this um, global pandemic. Um, we will be here, same station and same time next week, by God's grace, to continue on the Idle Word series. Until then, remain blessed. Control of every situation that has troubled my mind. All my cares and burdens onto you I throw, Jesus.